Welcome everybody to Bowl Edition, Transfer Portal Edition of Maction. I am your host, former NIU Husky, Mark Scafidi, and there is a bowl game this week. It is Friday, the Bahamas Bowl between Miami and UAB, but most of this time is going to be recapping the Transfer Portal, which the Mac is being gutted of most of their players that are of prominence. Uh, there's two new coaches. One is not official yet, but I'm going to give you that one right now. Kent State lost their coach uh, to the University of Col- Colorado University, CU as it's known, to Coach Prime and Deion Sanders. Um, Kent State is replacing uh, the coach with Kenny Burns, a Minnesota associate head coach. He was also in the MAC with PJ Fleck at Western Michigan. Uh, he's been with PJ for, I believe, seven seasons. PJ, I know from NIU. PJ is a high energy guy. PJ is a great motivator. And this guy has been in the PJ Fleck system for seven seasons. So I have no doubt he's going to come into Kent State, uh, replace Sean Lewis. Um, who's off to CU, and honestly, CU is getting a massive upgrade across the board in talent, coaching. Uh, Watch out for the Buffs next year because it's going to be a whole new team. If anyone saw Coach Prime, Deion Sanders' introductory press conference to the the current players at Colorado, he said, get out if you don't want to be here. I got plenty of guys coming in. So uh, Colorado is going to be a whole different animal next year. Um. Coach Lewis departs, and he's the only coach in Kent State history who won a bowl game, which basically that's one. Um, overall, he had a losing record. Uh, he was 24 and 31 in five years. Basically, the best coach Kent State's ever had in terms of success, even though they weren't really winners. Like it, you know, they're not, they were not winners in his tenure. They won one bowl game. Um, but I don't know that Kent State's ever going to be a dominant program. It's a very hard place to win. Uh, he is the most successful person they've had in recent memory, and he couldn't win. So for everybody who's going to be excited about the Golden Flashes, it is a very hard place to be successful. And Kent State is just losing their entire team, basically. And they, granted, they weren't that good of a team this year. Their best players are out the door as well. Quarterback is gone. Colin Schley, he's out. Marquez Cooper ended up, he transferred out. He's already at Ball State now. Now, an inner Mac transfer like this is rare because normally you want to go play up a level. Um, Marquez Cooper already committed to Ball State. Congratulations to him. Um, does not want to be a part of the new regime uh, going forward, obviously. So, I have no no. Nope. Issues with going to Ball State to play. They lost their best player, Carson Steele, to the transfer portal. I don't believe he's got a destination yet. Um, so the MAC is the best players that we've had this year are all going to be gone for the most part in the MAC next year. Um, Defonte Cephas from Kent State. He got offered by Georgia. Uh, let's put it that way. He was offered a scholarship to go to Georgia. Now he's got other offers. Um, but the Georgia Bulldogs saw him in person uh, be- at the beginning of the year. They saw Kirby Smart saw enough of him to say, hey, come here. We're going to plug you into our system next year. Now, he hasn't accepted. He hasn't committed to them yet. 
but Georgia's the, like the best program in the nation right now. And if I were him, I'd probably go to Georgia. So I don't know where he's going to end up. He hasn't made up his mind. Now, Georgia's got a lot of competition, too. They've got NFL draft picks lining the roster up on every position. So if he chooses to go there, um, you know, I'm, I'm all for it. I mean, Georgia's a great place to play. Best, one of the best atmospheres in college football. It's complete opposite of Kent State. So no landing spot for him yet. Um, Kent State, I don't know. It's going to be a brand new team. A whole brand new everything next year. So we have no idea what you're going to get. You're a whole new roster. Essentially, you're going to a whole new coaching staff. Um, they, I believe they have games. Um, who was it? Uh, let me see here. Fresno State, Arkansas, and UCF. So the schedule's not as bad as it was this year. I mean, it's, it's better. You're probably going to lose all three of those games, but it's a better... <laughs> It's a better schedule in terms of potentially winning one of those. Um, but congratulations to Coach Burns taking over his first opportunity as a head coach. Um, he played college football at Indiana, and he is from Illinois like I am. Um, and he's been part of the P.J. Flat crew for the last seven years, so congratulations to P.J. getting him a, a spot in the MAC. <clears throat> he is not the only new head coach we're going to have. In the MAC, we also have Western Michigan's new head coach. Um, who? No, oh, gosh, it's been, that was a couple days ago. Um, they hired Lance Taylor, Louisville's offensive coordinator, to be their head coach. Now, Louisville just got a brand new head coach, Jeff Brown from Purdue, who was the Louisville quarterback 20 years ago, led Purdue to the Big Ten championship game. He is leaving Purdue to go back to Louisville. Lance Taylor is heading off to the Broncos to become the head man of Western Michigan. So I get the whole Western Michigan wanting to start over, wanted a, a, a new voice in the room. Uh, athletic director Dan Bartholomew wanted his own guy. I get it. Um, Western Michigan hasn't been a horrible. They just haven't been great lately. But, hey, a new head coach, a new voice, uh, it might be. It might work out great for the Broncos. Nobody knows. Um, these are first-time head coaches, which is the MAC is what it's known for. You're not going to get an established head coach in the MAC, so you never expect to get somebody who's, you know, at a at another Group of Five school because the salaries are so low. I mean, the MAC salaries are very low compared to col in the college football. So you're always going to get somebody who's getting their first opportunity. So congratulations to the Broncos. Um, and getting there, man, that was a couple days ago. But it seems like the entire um, last week and a half. Oh, by the way, college football recruiting is until next week, the signing day. But it's literally like signing day now for the MAC because they're losing guys left and right every day. Um, there was another transfer portal guy who's already committed. Uh, it's an upgrade. Northern Illinois defensive back Eric Rogers is going home to play for Rutgers in the Big Ten. He is from uh, Burlington Township High School in New Jersey. So he gets a chance to go back home and play for Rutgers. He was all, also offered an opportunity to go to Arkansas, but the allure to go back home, I get it, was pretty strong. And he's moving it to the Big Ten. It's an upgrade every way you look at it. So congratulations to him. Uh, Brett Gabbert, <laughs> Miami quarterback. He's in the transfer portal, and 
he has retrans he is committed to go back to Miami for one more season and finish out his college career for the Red Hawks. Now, maybe the fact that he wanted to go to the Bahamas Bowl, I don't know. Maybe it played a part. But I believe he's in Nassau for the game uh, against UAB, probably having fun. Um so yeah. Brett what w- one guy is coming back. Um so there were thirteen hundred players in the transfer portal total. Uh, most of the Max Bass players entered the transfer portal. Almost all of them. And one is going to another Mac school. Gabbard's going back to his Mac school. I assume most of the other guys are going to be going elsewhere. Um, but as of right now, I've been scouring. And it's hard. There's not like one spot to look for all of these announcements. Uh, at least not yet. So I have to go one by one in different places to find each person. And the Max got so many transfers. Uh, it's hard to find every single person. Um, but these are the big names. Um, Kent skates all, basically their entire team is transferring on offense. And I get it. The whole system is going to be different next year. The flash fast offense is gone. Um, I, I understand why they want to leave. It's a brand new system and you don't know where you're going to fit in that system. So, oh, Eastern Michigan, um, All-American defensive end, Jose Ramirez. Congratulations to him. Um, That was pretty cool. Um, Toledo had Quentin Mitchell and Buffalo Marcus Fuqua, safety. Um, That was the non-football, I guess, news of the last week. NIU got to play Gonzaga out in Spokane what was it, uh, two days ago. And it was free if you watched it on the Gonzaga website. In basketball. We're talking about basketball. Um, this weirdest schedule about NIU went out to play Idaho. Now, if you're not familiar, Idaho and, and Gonzaga are about an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes apart. Um, they're Idaho's, the University of Idaho is really close to Spokane. So I'm assuming they flew to Spokane twice, actually within seven days. So I I thought they were going to like, when I saw the schedule, I thought they were going to play two days in a row. Like, Hey, this makes total sense. You know, you're played Idaho, just drive up to Spokane. It's right next to the airport, play Gonzaga. And then you go back. Nope. They flew to Idaho, got destroyed by the Vandals, flew all the way back to NIU. Then to turn around and fly right back to Spokane seven days later um, to play Gonzaga. So, Gonzaga is one of the best college basketball teams in the nation. And I hung out with them for a half. I mean, Gonzaga kind of screwed around in the first half and you know, did not take it serious. Um, but second half, obviously, Gonzaga woke up and beat the living daylights out of NIU, who's awful in basketball. I mean, it's their embarrassment. Um, but, yeah, I thought it was, you know, just a cool thing to watch Gonzaga. That's my only, my only point on that one is watching a MAC team play Gonzaga. Um, this week, um, I expect more... Uh, oh, I forgot. Western Michigan's um, number one wide receiver, Corey Crooms. He is off to play for former Western Michigan Western Michigan head coach, PJ Fleck, in Minnesota. So, yeah, these are there's a lot of people to keep track of. Um, so, congratulations to him. He's moving up, a uh, junior, uh, going to the Gophers to go play in the Big Ten, or the Big, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, that was, yeah, it's a very, very hard to keep up with everybody's announcement because I assume at some point they're going to be on a list somewhere and it'll be easier to find. But going guy by guy is 
you know, it's tough because <laughs> there's 12 schools and the best players at seemingly every school are leaving. Um, the biggest name people the Mac had are leaving. So, you know, it's kind of hard um, to keep track of everybody. And there's so many guys in the transfer portal too. So, yeah, Kent State's losing Colin Schley, Marcus Cooper, Dante Cephas, Marcellus Marshall, and Savion Washington. Um, yeah, so that's ha- half their offense is transferring out. Um, and their head coach, Sean Lewis. So, yeah, it's a big loss for the Golden Flashes. Uh, I expect them to, it'll be rough to recover instantly. I mean, next year is going to be rough. Um, but this is college football, and there's nothing wrong with the system. This is how it works. <laughs> And you just got to play by the rules. And once you put your name in, basically you are a free agent and every other school in the nation can come and talk to you. And if they like you, they can offer you a spot on their team. Um, so I think that rounds up the transfer news. Um, I think I think that's kind of it or so far. I mean, there'll be more next week and the week after, I'm sure. Um, I'm kind of hoping... He, Cephas goes to Georgia. I mean, that'd be a you know a cool place to go. Great spot to to go play. I'm kind of hoping it happens. Um, as of uh, this week, there is a actual bowl game. Um, so let's get to the Bahamas Bowl, where I saw the Miami of Ohio players were enjoying some dolphin time, and I don't mean the kind of dolphins in the NFL. I mean they were. I'm looking at the picture right now. They were out at Atlantis hanging out with the Dolphins. Um, very cool. This is what bowl games are for, by the way. I mean, there's an actual football game going to happen Friday. It's the first game of the year. It's Friday, uh, 1230 Eastern, I believe. Um, ESPN, I think. But this is what it's about. Um, it's about fun. You know, the college is fun. This is fun stuff. You get to go hang out with your friends. You get to go to a in this case, another country. Um, who cares who wins the game? Honestly, it's, you know, that's not what, you know, it's not, not the memorable experience that you're going to have of this game. Um, it's, you know, it's really not. It's the game is the reason that got you there, but you're not really going, I mean, 20 years from now, these guys aren't going to remember really what the final score was. They're going to remember doing all this stuff with their friends and going to, um, the Bahamas. Oh, I do also want to mention that Mike Leach, the Mississippi State head coach, died um, yesterday. He was 61. He was the inventor of the air raid offense that you probably remember from Texas Tech and then Washington State and most recently Mississippi State. So that was kind of a sad day um, in the college football world because he was well known uh, to everybody. He had such a personality too. Uh, definitely definitely one of those guys in college football that made a made his mark um and it's unfortunate he had a huge heart attack and uh didn't make it but um thoughts going out to mississippi state who are they're still going to play the game in honor of him i'm sure he would want that for his guys not to you know forfeit but definitely a um definitely a sad day at mississippi mississippi state and i've actually been to mississippi state um, I've been to the campus, I've been to the stadium, and they really love their Bulldogs, so I'm sure it's a it's a tough day over there, uh, a tough weekend, too. Um, but Friday, ESPN, um, 
11.30 Eastern, Miami of Ohio versus UAB. Um, does anyone really care who wins the game? Eh, I mean, one team's going to finish 7-6. and six. One team's going to finish 6-7. and seven. UAB's an 11-point favorite. Um, this game is an awesome backdrop. It's going to be Friday afternoon. Friday, yeah, basically Friday afternoon. Um, super fun. Super, super cool experience to go to the Bahamas. Um, Miami's probably got a lot, a little bit of energy that Gabbard's coming back. So, um, I don't know who's going to win. I really don't know. Um, Miami isn't that good. We, we, they barely got to this game. <laughs> they barely beat Ball State in the fi- their final game just to even get here. So, who knows? I mean, it's a great atmosphere. Let's cheer for the Red Hawks. Maybe they'll get it done. Uh, maybe they won't. I don't know. Um, the hometown lenders Bahamas Bowl. It's a the second best bowl game. Now, if you're not going to these the college football playoff, I think there's two bowl games that stand out to me that are by far hands down better than the rest. And it's not because of who you're playing. It's because of where you go. The Nassau Bahamas Bowl at Atlantis. Obviously, you're going to to the islands. You're going to Atlantis to play. You're going to the Bahamas. Cool. The other, the other great bowl is in Hawaii. The Hawaii Bowl. Where else would you rather go than those two places? If you're, you know, who wants to go to Frisco, Texas? No, no offense. Frisco, Texas is cold, most likely, at this time of year. Um, Hawaii and the Bahamas are not. So, just saying. If you're not going to the college football playoff, those are the best two bowl games you can get as a player. Um, and as a fan, too. I mean, who wouldn't want to go to either one of them? Tuesday, December 20th. Um... 2.30 Central Time. I'm assuming 3.30 Eastern Time. Eastern Michigan, San Jose State. The opposite of the Bahamas in weather. Boise, Idaho. It's going to be cold. It's going to be snowy. It's forecast to be 19 degrees right now, it looks like. San Jose State's a three-and-a-half point favorite. But Eastern Michigan's a good team. Um, they can beat anybody they play. The Eagles went to ASU and Tempe, beat Arizona State. They can beat San Jose State. Um, I definitely like the Eagles in this one because I think they're motivated to get win number nine. I think this is Eastern Michigan's game. Um, That's Tuesday, uh, middle of the afternoon, so not everybody can watch these because now we're, you know, they're bowl games and there's 40 of them. So you got to kind of either watch it on your phone if you're at work or if you're at home, you can watch it. It's pretty easy, but I like Eastern Michigan in that one to get the W over San Jose State. I think Eastern Michigan is more motivated. Um, it's going to be cold. Eastern Michigan has played in the cold. So I'm going to go Eagles to get their ninth win over the Spartans of San Jose State. Also Tuesday, Liberty and Toledo. Liberty has new head coach. Uh, I don't know if he's going to – I doubt he'll be coaching in this game. He's probably just you know, going to be there. The – Roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Now, if you've not been to Boca, it is right up the road for where I live for a little bit in Fort Lauderdale, so I'm very familiar with the area. Boca is a fabulous place. Um, great bowl setting as well. Uh, not the Bahamas or Hawaii, but South Florida is not terrible at this time of year. I will say that. It's supposed to be 75 degrees, so looking good in terms of weather. Toledo is a five-point favorite. Toledo, Daquan Finn, I think they can get this done. Liberty kind of fell apart at the second half of the year. 
They got a, a coaching transition going on right now. I'm going to go with the Toledo Rockets to beat Liberty down in Boca. Uh, this is played at FAU Stadium, which is Florida Atlantic's home uh, stadium and school. I believe I was down there one year, and the they were giving out free tickets. And it, if you're not that familiar, it was going to be like a 45-minute drive at rush hour to get there. I was like, uh, I don't know. I ended up not going, but um, definitely, a, a, you know, definitely a, a great place to play. So uh, I would definitely, I'm definitely going to go Rockets on this one. I don't know. I just have a feeling the Rockets are going to get it done because um, of the tr- coaching transition with Liberty. And I like the way Toledo um, finished the season, let's say. I like, I'm going to go with Toledo on this one. Uh, let's see. There is another game, but it's after Christmas, so we should have more coaching news. But what the heck? New Mexico State Bowling Green, uh, December twenty sixth. That one's at Ford Field. Maybe the worst town you can go to for a bowl game. No offense, Michigan, but um, yeah, it's Michigan the day after Christmas. That this is not going to be sold out. So uh, it barely it didn't even sell out when the Big Ten teams played in this game. Uh, Quick Lane Bowl. Bowling Green they have much bigger. Bowling Green will have a much bigger crowd. New Mexico State is happy to be here because they got their bowl waiver to get in. So I think they're just thrilled to be going to a game. Honestly, uh, Bowling Green with the home field advantage, they're not far from Detroit. They're going to be able to drive. New Mexico State's going to have only parents basically. So I'm going to go Bowling Green in this one because it's essentially a home game. Bowling Green's a three point favorite, but I like Bowling Green anyway. Um. Definitely going to go Bowling Green over New Mexico State. Um, Thursday, that one's on ESPN. Thursday, December 27th, Georgia Southern, Buffalo. This one is the Camellia Bowl in Montgomery, Alabama. Georgia Southern, a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I like Georgia Southern here. Buffalo did not look good at the end of the year. Actually, they look terrible. Um, Absolutely terrible, basically, the last month. So I'm going with Georgia Southern all the way in this one on ESPN. Kyle Van Trees and the boys, uh, former Georgia, former Buffalo quarterback, Kyle Van Trees. You might remember him from last year. He transferred to Georgia Southern. Um, he's got, he, he's going to get 4,000 yards in this game. He's at 3,900 right now. So, uh, I like Kyle Van Trees and, and Georgia Southern, the former Buffalo quarterback to get even with Buffalo and, uh, get the win for Georgia Southern in the Sun Belt. And Friday, December 30th, Barstool Sports Bowl, Tucson, Arizona. Um, not going to be able to watch this on TV. This is internet only. This is a pick'em game too. Wyoming versus Ohio. Uh, I'm not going to watch this one most likely because it's on the internet only, and I, no one else really is either. Unless you're a diehard fan of these two, there's other games on TV those days. So I'm assuming this one's going to be kind of just swept under the rug. People will forget about it because it's not you. You can't put the TV on it. I don't know who's going to win this one. Honestly, this one's tough. Um, Ohio's looked good most of the season. Wyoming's not bad. So this one's kind of. I get why the Vegas line is even because I don't really know who's going to win this one. So I don't know. That's kind of a toss-up game. I guess we'll have to watch and find out. Uh, in other news. Um, 
my other project that I've been working on for all of this year is scheduled to now be released in March or early April. So we're about two months away, finally. There's an, you know, I have an actual date, finally, two months away from that being on international TV. So um, I'm looking forward to see what changes come uh, with that. I have no idea in terms of what life will be like afterwards. So that's going to be exciting. And I'm looking forward to everything that that opens the door for. So um, I can tell you it's going to be on a cable channel and you're going to be able to watch it at your house so far. Uh, I don't know what time of day or what day of the week it's going to be on, but I know what channel it's on. Um, it's going to be on the new Discovery um, app, which is going to be called Max, apparently. HBO and Discovery, are they merged, so the Time Warner companies are all together. There's going to be a new... It's, it's actually going to be on Real TV, but it, the app, it's going to be on one of the... It's going to be on the new HBO Max app, essentially, whatever it's going to be called. So that's exciting. Um, we've got Christmas next week. Um, the, I'm sure between now and Christmas, um, there will be some more transfer news, but honestly, maybe we'll just throw that in, in um, after the bowl games and do a recap of who won which game. If uh, nothing big happens, and I, I didn't actually see the the Sean Lewis going to Colorado. I didn't actually see that one coming. I knew about the way I thought Western Michigan would be the only job opening there was. Now, that doesn't mean there won't be another job opening between now and the end of the cycle. Um, just kind of have to wait and see, you know. Uh, but I, you know, I wish Sean Lewis all the best over Colorado. I, I'm sure he's getting a major pay raise, too. So I understand why he left. <laughs> Because he wasn't on the track to get a head coaching job, moving up to get a head coaching job. He just wasn't winning enough games. So I understand why he left. And if Kent State fans are mad, I, I understand that too. Probably feel like you got abandoned by um, Coach Lewis. But he took a, for, him, for himself, he took a better position with better finances and an opportunity to be a coordinator for Coach Sanders and Coach Prime to probably transition into a power five head coaching job. If, if he does really well for the buffs, I could easily see another power five school or a group or the American school um, hiring him as a head coach. So I get it. Um, kind of sucks for the Mac schools because this is what's going to happen over and over. You don't you know, can't stop it because the funds are what they are. You know, the, the offensive coordinator at almost every big power five school makes more than every Mac head coach. That's just the reality. If you want to be a head coach, you've got to take a pay cut to come to the Mac. If you want to be in a rich offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. Yeah. <laughs> you can, you can go to the group or power five and you'll make a lot more money there. And position coaches make almost as much as Mac head coaches at like Ohio state at USC at Georgia. So the money thing is a huge aspect of, why some school, why these, why you're going to always lose guys. Um, that's just the reality. So good luck to coach Lewis. Um, Kent state will rebound. I don't know into what that remains to be seen, but have a happy Hanukkah, happy Festivus, happy Kwanzaa and a Merry Christmas next week uh, for everyone that celebrates um, stuff. Hopefully you get to enjoy your families and 
enjoy the bowl games. They start Friday, and they are basically Friday and for the three weeks. So enjoy them. I will see everybody after the bowl season wraps up. Have a happy holidays, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.